Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 502. You have to always improve yourself and give 100% all the time. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. I'll never worry again about having a dead battery with my NOCO Genius Boost Jump Starter. This compact tool fits in my glove box and features rechargeable lithium battery technology that'll jump start a dead battery in my car, boat, truck, or RV. The Genius Boost features built-in spark-proof technology and reverse polarity protection to safely jump start any of my vehicles. The compact, ergonomically designed clamps are built from solid copper for maximum conductivity. There's a built-in ultrabite dual LED flashlight with seven modes, including an SOS and emergency strobe. I use my Genius Boost Jump Starter to charge my phone, tablet, and laptop while I'm on the road or if the power goes out in my home. The unit itself is easily rechargeable in my vehicle. The Genius Boost from NOCO is the ultimate emergency tool that's safe and easy to use. Quality design, state-of-the-art technology from NOCO, the battery car source since 1914. I've got one in each of my vehicles. Get yours at GeniusChargers.com. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. Today, I am revved up and so excited to introduce a very special guest, Mario Farnbacher. Mario, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Yeah, man, I am ready. <laughs> All right, great. Mario Farnbacher is from Lichtenau, Germany. He's an international motorsports racer who's currently racing with Team Seattle Alex Job Racing in a Porsche 911 GT3R. His teammates are past Cars yeah guest Ian James and upcoming guest Alex Ribiris. Mario comes from a racing family and started in karting when he was just six years old. He's raced in the ADAC Formula Master Series, GT Master Series, and a Ferrari 458 GT3 and a Porsche 997 GT3R. He's run in the America Le Mans series, the 24 Hours of Nürburgring, the Sebring 12 Hours, the Tudor United Sports Car Championship, and the Lexus RCF GT3 prototype in the VLN series. And I'll tell our, remind our listeners that Team Seattle, founded by Cars yeah, guest Don Kitch and Alex Job Racing, has raised millions of dollars for Seattle's Children's Hospital since it was founded in 1997. So Mario, I've told our listeners just a tiny bit about you. Would you take a moment and share a little bit more about your racing career and, of course, your passion for automobiles? Yeah, um, everything started actually back in the past when my dad took me the first time to a racetrack. So um, he was driving um, the Porsche Cup Series or Super Cup Series back in the days in in the early 90s. And um, I was always there and... I always said one day I want to do this stuff, you know. And um, yeah. 98, he took me the first time in, or he pushed me the first time in a go kart, and uh, we just keep that thing going. <laughs> and uh, it was amazing. So I drove the first time in my life a go kart, and you know, he he wasn't able to, to get me out of that go kart anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, 99, I got the first time my own go kart, and uh, this actually started the whole thing completely. So I, I started actually with slalom racing um, in 99 
and uh, 2000 uh, I kept kept it going but slalom was pretty boring from the beginning on so I just turned over to road racing mm -hmm. and this started actually my my professional go-kart career so and uh, I drove until 2009 uh, go-karts professional and um, I did also European championships in Europe and uh, all this this pretty high uh, level go-kart um, business in Europe and it was it was pretty exciting I loved it pretty much I still love it yeah oh yeah <laughs> yeah it's, it's just amazing and uh, actually the highlight of my go-kart career was was the last two years of my go-kart season where I had the chance to, or just to be uh, the the little kid of of Michael Schumacher, so um, oh, Michael wow. Schumacher, yeah, <laughs> Michael Schumacher uh, took care of myself uh, in the last two years, and um, it was uh, just amazing time to get tips from him and everything. So it was just amazing. Oh, that must have been absolutely fantastic to have Michael Schumacher as a mentor and as a coach. Oh my gosh. Uh, you must have thought you died and gone to heaven. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. Uh, first time when you saw him, you were like, oh, my God, that's him. That's him. <laughs> yeah. And for him to be German as well, to to add that essence and, and such an absolutely spectacular champion. Oh, my gosh. I, I can't imagine how exciting that must have been for you. Oh, yeah. It was really amazing. <laughs> Tell you. <laughs> very cool. Very cool. Well, you're doing some uh, great racing now. Obviously, you took some great tips from Michael and all the other people and your father. And I know your brother's a racer as well. So we're going to learn a lot more about what you're doing today. But first, as we continue on your journey, I always like to start with a success quote. This is some kind of saying that's been instrumental in forming your life and your success. And it's a Really nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars, yeah? Mario, I know you love to drive, so take the wheel. Well, I always try to give 100% uh, what I do, you know, and um, I'm a little perfectionist. The driving is just a special thing, you know. You always try to improve yourself each time after each session, after each lap, and this is always my goal, you know, and I'm usually not a person who gives up. So, and uh, that is also what I learned last year uh, in, in Sebring when we won it. We won the race and uh, it's just it's just a major key of, of all this racing. You know? So you have to always improve yourself and give 100% all the time. You know, racing has become such a different profession from even 10 years ago or so. There's so much more to it than just getting on the car and driving. You have to do a lot of PR like you're doing today, talking with me, which I'm very grateful. You have to uh, be involved with the team in so many different aspects. So you're really having to give that 100% in a bunch of different levels. Is that right? That's right. That's totally the right thing. The PR, uh, the PR stuff what we are doing now too, and uh, like in Facebook or in uh, local newspapers, TV, all this stuff is pretty important too especially for sponsors, what you have in the background who is supporting you, you also have to give them something back, you know, and that's also a really, really big point in your career, you know, just to support. It's, it's always a give and take, so, and you you uh, just have to keep that in mind. Absolutely. Well, what's really exciting for the fans, uh, so I'm a fan of yours, I'm a fan of Team Seattle Racing since I live up here in the Northwest, is to be able to follow you racers along through 
Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and you guys are constantly posting things, uh, showing people what you're doing. It's not just on race day. It's practice and and all the different things you're involved in. So us as fans, we really appreciate that. It's a chance for us to get a little closer to you, uh, even if we're far away and we can't be at Sebring and Nürburgring or all the many places that you race. We really appreciate you doing that, and I appreciate you being a guest here today on Cars Yeah. Now, you talked about when you were a little boy, your dad tossed you into a go-kart and said, hey, let's give this a try. Could you take us back and talk about that pivotal moment a little bit when you decided that you wanted to be a race car driver? Is there a key moment that you went, okay, this is for me? Uh, well, there wasn't really a key moment. I always always was there when my father raced back in the past, you know, and I also always decided, I always pushed my dad, come on, let's do this, I want to start this. And one day, as I said to you already, I got a chance to get into the car, you know, or into the go-kart and just started everything. And uh, after my go-kart career, I got a chance to drive Formula cars for two years. And, uh, I mean, it was a nice thing, but for me personally, it was never really, it was a nice experience, but it wasn't the right way, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got a chance to replace my brother in the, the German uh, Touring Car Championship, uh, GD Masters as the series called, uh, in the last race of the season. And I did so great, so I said, come on, uh, I go now for to GT racing, you know, and uh, this started actually my my GT career, and this was actually one of the big, big key moments of my life, to be honest. Yeah, it must have been tr- tremendously exciting, and uh, we're all glad that you stepped into uh, touring cars. They're exciting for for someone like myself to watch because I love – uh, Porsches and uh, Ferraris and all these exciting cars. And at least there's a sense that well, that's a car somewhat similar to the car on the street. I know they're highly modified, but they look like the cars on the street versus formula cars. So it's a, a little more closer for those of us who are fans of sports cars uh, around the world. Mario, you have chosen a career that can be faced with huge challenges, big failures, ups and downs. I would love for you to talk a little bit about a huge challenge that you felt like you've had to overcome to be involved in racing. And what did you learn from that specific situation so that you could keep going forward and and decide to continue to race? It was always actually money. I would say, like I said, in 2011, I got a chance to drive my brother's brother's car. And... um, we in this in this moment where before I drove the car and uh, for my brother, we always struggled a little bit with the money for the next season. So we, I couldn't get the chance to, or we, we couldn't get the the 2012 Formula Three season together. So that would be my next step after the Formula AC. Mm-hmm. And um, so actually the result from the GD Masters was pretty important for me. So this this actually just just showed me the way into the GT uh, sport, endurance sport, uh to share to share a car with a for example with a gentleman driver, for example, who has a little bit more money than we could have, um could get mm-hmm. for the next season. And uh, this actually saved my life to be honest, as in my motorsport career. You know, I've heard this from the many, I've had dozens of racers as guests here on Cars, yeah. 
And that always seems to be the biggest challenge is these days motor racing has become so expensive. And unless you've got big family money behind you or your own money to walk into a team and say, here you go, I'm going to give you some several million dollars and let me drive your car. Uh, it seems to be an ongoing challenge. So for young racers today, what are some of the ways that you try to find an opportunity to get involved with a team? You talk about uh, teaming up with gentlemen race car drivers, people who have the funds to get involved in racing. Are there other things that you do to try to, to help move that forward? Yeah, uh, I always try to find sponsors, and um, this is also part of the PR work. Mm-hmm. It's pretty important. Also, when you have sponsors, you have to you have to you have to punish the contact and everything. You know, yes. you have to stay always in contact and um, maybe uh, go to go to a sponsor's birthday, for example, or or events just to support him yes so it's it's always a give and take like, like i said you know and this is uh this is a, a huge huge thing now in the in the motorsport activity absolutely absolutely well we wish you the best with all that let's shift gears here and go to the other end of the spectrum i'd love for you to share a story when you had what i like to call an aha moment in your career it's kind of a tipping point or a direction that you decided to go down the track that you thought would help your career move along. Could you tell us what that aha moment was for you? Uh, Driving-wise, it's pretty easy. You know, uh, when you when you get out of a Formula car, or the first of all, out of a go-kart, you know, and you get into a Formula car, it's much heavier and it's, it's a totally different thing. You have to shift, you have to blip. You get a lot of more information for your brain and what you have to do in the car in one moment. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's actually just about training. And then after... After a few uh, session test days, it just made click in your head, and you just could keep going, you know. And uh, uh, this isn't actually in every 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 um, every category, you know, like in Formula cars or GT cars. And you just have to have to practice, practice, and then you, and all of a sudden, it makes click, and then you keep going. Go forward. Sure. Well, you talk about jumping from a formula car into a touring car. What was one of the biggest things that affected you when you got into a touring car to, that made you think, okay, this is for me? What, what were some some key elements about the change of formula car to, to a touring car that really stood out for you? First of all, uh, you don't get wet when it's rain in the <laughs> <Yes>. GT car. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, um, the GT car is pretty heavy compared to a Formula car, so mm-hmm. you have to you have to take have to take more. Um, you have to save more the tires. You have to take you have to watch more tires, brakes, everything. You know, it's it's just more movement in the car right. compared to the compared to the Formula car. And this was the weird thing in the beginning. So usually when you hit the Formula car, hit a bump, the car just try to go sideways or um, under steers. And with the GD car, the, the car absorbs, absorbs more the bumps. And uh, this is a different thing compared to the, compared to the formula car. And uh, this, this thing, these kind of things you have to just get out of your brain and just go over it and, and, and just try to improve yourself about it again. Sure. Like they say, it's all about seat time. Just a lot of time in the car, driving, 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 practicing, yes. work, working with coaches and... And uh, those folks that can help you get a little bit faster each time when you go around the track. 
Now let's talk a little bit about your first race car. I'd love to hear about your first special race car. The first time you got into a car and you just kind of climbed in, whether it was that formula car, the, the touring car, and you just went, all right, this is for me. This is where I want to be. 2009, I would say. Uh, my father bought me a formula car. Uh, it was a formula BMW, and we just went a few times testing before the, the racing career 2010 with the formula car starts. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was pretty helpful, and this helped me quite a lot. And I uh, just appreciate the not the pressure, but the, the help from my dad. He had a lot of a lot of experience. He helped me with the stuff pretty much, and this is a, a really helpful thing. And I really thank you, uh, thank him for that. You're very fortunate to have a, a dad who is a racer, a brother's a racer, so it's all in the family, so that you can sit down over the dinner table and talk about things uh, about your racing and so forth. Uh, Versus kind of being on the outside of it, if you will, uh, having to be around other people all the time. You're really fortunate there. Great thing. Let's have a little bit of fun here. What was your most memorable race to date? You're a young man. You're only 23 years old. You've got a long career ahead of you. But you've been racing since you were just six years old. So you've been on the track for a long time. But could you take us back to what you would consider your most memorable race and maybe share a few things that happened during that event? Well, um, I actually could say every race. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if I have to pick out something, especially in the in the earlier past now, um, the the point 2012, where I drove the, the first time, uh, the first season of GT car, mm-hmm. and uh, the win in Petit Le Mans 2013. Uh, this is actually the major keys mm. of my racing career, I would say. Now, the win at the Petit Le Mans. So maybe take us to that race. Where was the race that really stands out in your mind? And maybe walk us through a couple things that really stand out as you look back uh, with so much fondness on that event. Yeah, um, it was my, it was uh, 2012, excuse me, 2012 Petit Le Mans. Um, it was actually my 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 first endurance race, to be honest. Oh, cool. And uh, it was, it was, Actually, uh, a, a bit weird for me to be the first time in the U.S. It's a new thing, you know, and everybody looks in, into your eyes and and, say, and thinks like, ah, oh, this this stupid little guy here <laughs> just tried to prove himself and probably destroys the car, whatever, you know. And I always try to do, do my best, and uh, that's actually what I did. Yeah. And I was really lucky to get a chance to get in the car. NGT Motorsport back in the past, and it was a GT, uh, GTC car, so it was a, um, a cup car, a little bit modified, and it was a great experience, really, it made such a huge fun, and, uh, and so I think this this uh, result just kept the, the guys in the mind, and so I got my job for 2014 in the, in the IMSA series. Is, is endurance racing something you really enjoy? Is that one of your favorite kind of racing? Oh yeah, it's 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 a really really special thing, you know. It's not it's and I I mean sprint races are also cool, and I love them too. But uh, it's a the endurance stuff is a really impo- a really special side of racing, you know, because you have to take care of the car from the first moment on, mm. and the last two hours. For example, the race starts, you know, then you could start to push. But the important thing is, for example, a 24-hour race, you have to save the car as much as you can until the last hours. And then 
the person or the the team who has the best the best car in the end actually wins. Yeah, and that's that's actually the key point. This is a, a big a big thing what you have to learn, as, especially as a young guy. You know, you always always back and fast. You have to think about the pedal to the metal. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, as they say. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, it's also a different thing now, so you have to watch different key points, and this is really, really exciting. Yeah, the endurance racing is exciting for me too because it's it's a lot about both the driver and the car because you've got to pace yourself. You can't uh, go out and beat that car up. It's got to last. Well, let's talk a little bit about today and looking ahead and at the racing that you're doing right now for Team Seattle. Could you tell us what really has you excited and fired up as you look ahead to this 2016 year? Well, we always keep in mind that we are raising money for Children Hospital in uh, in Seattle. Mm -hmm. So this is also extra motivation to help the kids there. We just visited last week in Seattle um, yeah. My team and I, we just visited the hospital and it was pretty exciting to be there to see all the technology, what we are helping with. Yes. And uh, we just just learned about, uh, we just m uh, met two new kids. Uh, they're waiting also for their hearts. And um, it's just nice to meet these this persons, you know. They, right. It's probably for them, it's pretty frustrating and, and, and demoralizing, you know, when you're always sitting for months and uh, in in a room you know and you can go out and, and sun into the sunshine for example you know sure. you're always chained on your bed and this is i think this is uh yeah a bad thing but i mean bad thing in the, in, in our mind as as healthy person you know sure but the hospital taking really good care of them and uh, it's just nice to see them smiling when you come in and just talk with them and make a bit of fun and you know and it's just just amazing well it brings a huge reality check to what you guys are doing there at team seattle i mean the money that has been raised for seattle's children's hospitals is in the millions and millions of dollars and the lives that you're able to touch and change not only with a visit but with what's been raised is absolutely spectacular so i love this combination of your racing career and you're helping these young children and uh, i think it was great for you to be up here in the pacific northwest luckily our weather was pretty nice last week while you were visiting and uh, you got to go and see the kids at the hospital fantastic i love it now here's a very what i like to call an introspective question for you mario if you were a car or a race car what kind would you be and why <laughs> that's a difficult <laughs> question really uh, well, I'm a little Japanese uh, car manufacturer fan, so uh, wow, it's really difficult. But I would say uh, uh, LMP1 car. Oh, okay. <laughs> now we're talking cars and race cars. So, what is it about that car that stands out for you? Uh, it's a pretty high technology car, and yeah. it's, uh, it's actually you can say that really, really, but. Um, I think probably Bernie Ecclestone will kill me for that, but the technology <laughs> for an LP1 car is actually much higher than a Formula 1 car. Uh, yeah, it's pretty incredible. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Well, I think you'd make a great LP car. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thank I you. like that. You threw, me, you threw me off with your answer there. I was expecting something very different being that you're from Germany, but uh, I think that's pretty cool. And, of course, you'd be something fast. So 
That makes perfectly good sense to me. So Mario, <laughs> up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. Hey, Cars Yeah listeners, I have a question. What's the best way to protect your vehicle, both the exterior and the interior? It's with a car cover. I've been using Covercraft car covers since 1975. It's the fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. Covercraft is the world's largest manufacturer of custom patterned vehicle covers, and they are crafted to fit like a custom suit, with over 80,000 patterns available. And they're made in the USA. But Covercraft is much more than car covers. Their vehicle protection system protects your cars, motorcycles, watercrafts, and RVs, exteriors from the elements, and the interiors from the wear and tear of daily life. Car covers, front end masks, dash covers, seat covers, floor mats, and much, much more. Covercraft offers you a full array of custom accessories made specifically for and styled to complement and protect your special vehicle. Covercraft is the right choice. I use them on all my vehicles, and your special vehicles will love them too. Learn more today at Covercraft.com. And you can get free shipping when you use the code at checkout, CARSYEAH. If you own collector cars and still have a little bit of money left over, congratulations. You're ahead of most people, but what should you do with the money you don't spend on cars? Talk to Chris Kimball, Certified Financial Planner Practitioner. For over 20 years, he's been helping people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. And he's a car guy, too. Call 253-722-PLAN. Or you can view his website at www.chrisvkimble.com. Make sure your investments are running on all eight cylinders, or 12, or 16. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member, Finra Sipic. Okay, Mario, we are back, and we're entering the last lap. You're a racer. You know what that means. The white flag is out. Time to put our foot into it. And I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So you ready? Yeah. (laughs) What's the best racing advice you've ever received, and who was it from? Never give up. Always push to the end. Um, And it was from my engineer, uh, Mike Evans. Ah. Who helped who helped me to survive and um um in the in the, the last uh, ten minutes of the Sebring race last year. Mm. Well we struggled with the brakes pretty much and uh and uh, I locked up I think in, uh, in the tenth minutes uh tenth minutes to go into the race. Ugh. And uh, the second car, the Viper, which was Jerome Plague overtook me. Mm-hmm. And so we had an engine failure, I think, the last five minutes. So oh gosh! And <laughs> we just made it into the finish on P1. So it was it was pretty amazing. And I always keep that advice in my head. You know, I've heard this so far. This is obviously a great trend with all racers. All my guest racers have said the exact same thing: never, ever, ever give up because you just never know what might happen that last lap the last little bit of the lap as we near the Indy 500 the 100th running of it coming up here in the United States we've all seen the end of that race where oh my gosh the last lap the guy that's back in third or fifth ends up being in first place so never ever give up would you share one of your personal habits that you believe has helped contribute to your racing career 
I have no habits actually. Um, <laughs> I just, I just, just to be normal and funny like I usually I, I am, and um, yeah, that's how I am. <laughs> that's just who you are, normal and happy and funny. I like it. Now, how about a resource? There are so many great resources out there these days, but is there one in particular you really enjoy? Um, I like, I like actually Facebook and Instagram pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's actually my main my main uh, platforms, to be honest. Okay, and you've got uh, both Facebook and Instagram accounts that our listeners can follow. Yeah, I, I got Twitter, I uh, got a website, I uh, got Facebook and uh, Instagram. Awesome, so every, great. Everywhere they can follow me. <laughs> Perfect. Now, is there a book that you've read recently you think the Car Shadow listeners would enjoy reading as well? Usually I don't, I don't read books. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not a reader. No, well, is no. there uh, maybe do you enjoy any of the racing magazines or car magazines that you that you enjoy when you're traveling? Uh, no, I, I just had a, a amazing um, amazing movie from uh, from Alex Zanardi. Uh, flew home the, last week. Oh. Just saw that. Uh, that uh, the movie is called uh, No Limits. Mm. So it's just just an amazing story. Yeah. Uh, it's like it's like just what I said, never give up. And yes. this, is, this guy, Alex Donati, never gives up. He always pushed to the limit. And this is exactly what what uh, I, I just can um, offer you to to watch. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Alex Donati's story is absolutely spectacular, brilliant. Well, I'll remind our listeners that you can find links to all these great resources Mario has been so kind to share on his very own show notes page at carsyad.com slash Mario Farnbacher. Mario's last name is spelled F-A-R-N-B-A-C-H-E-R. All right, Mario, we're up to the checkered flag. You know what that means? We're nearing the end of the race here. And this last question can be a real doozy. If you could have only one collector car, or I'll say collector race car in your garage, but don't worry about the price because today I'm going to buy you whatever car you want what would that one vehicle be and more importantly why would you choose it oh uh, that's actually pretty clear um <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a lexus lfa with a Nurburgring um spec ah okay cool then what is it about that lexus you like so much it's uh yeah well uh, my brother and i we like uh, japanese cars especially uh-huh. and um Especially this car is a is a it's a really nice car from Lexus. Uh, yeah, the little bit limited uh, Formula One engine and uh, also the technology from from 2010 uh, 2011 this this time area yeah. was pretty uh, pretty high up from from the car the technology you know and uh, it's just just amazing. I never had the chance to drive one, but. Uh, uh yeah maybe maybe i get a chance one and also maybe to collect one <laughs> yeah well i'm gonna buy you one today so i'll make oh. sure I, I ship it over there to germany for you so you have it to, i'll send it right to the nurburgring i know you live somewhat close to that track so uh i'll ship it there for you and call you when it's ready for you to jump in and drive wow that is quite a car again you threw me for a loop it's not what i expected you to say but uh with your <laughs> Your passion for Japanese cars that go fast, I think you picked one of the best ones. So uh, very cool. Well, Mario, you have taken me on an awesome ride around the track today. I knew you would, and I've really enjoyed getting to know you a little bit better. And I want to thank you for sharing your racing life and your racing journey with me and the Cars Yow listeners. 
Would you offer us one parting piece of guidance before you drive off down the track in that Lexus LFA <laughs> Nürburgring spec car? Just put a pedal to the metal and first of all, spin the wheels. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Spin the wheels. Put your foot to the floorboard. That's great. And what's the best way for our listeners to follow you and what you're doing there at Team Seattle this year? Uh, actually, in the in Facebook under uh, Team Seattle, you can find it pretty easy. Easy. It's a foundation. Okay. And under my name too uh, in Facebook. So just awesome. try to follow me, and uh, we will keep you updated. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we wish you the best with your racing this year. That you have a safe, fast drive. I know that. The team is going to be great. I'm going to be uh, getting to uh, interview Alex, your other teammate here, coming up soon. I've had Ian on the show last year. So, listeners, again, you can find links to everything Mario's been so kind to share on his show notes page at carsyad.com. Just type Mario into the search bar, and that page will pop up. Uh, check out all of his links. Follow what he's doing. And uh, if you have an opportunity or a wherewithal, uh, go to Team Seattle. You can help them. You can support them. You can uh, send them some monies to help those kids at uh, Seattle Children's Hospital who are looking so desperately for heart transplants and, and to be cared for. It's a really great cause. And uh, Mario, we appreciate appreciate what you're doing for them as well. I want to thank you again for being so generous today with your time and your expertise and for sharing your experiences with me and the Cars Yow listeners. Until we talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!